Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Hello, and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac. And I realized that rappers and musical artists, they needed help transitioning to acting. My clients consist of musical artists from Buster Rhymes to Eve, Missy Elliott, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, and Vanessa Simmons, to name a few. I also coach sports stars and host as well. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I am thrilled to death to have this show today because this show is all about love and it's all about gratitude. Um, we have had some tremendous guests, some powerful guests. Um, and I want to celebrate the Spirited Actor alumni, all of our actors who have come on and participated in class in session and have performed and gotten amazing feedback from our guest. And last, but of course not least, I do not do this by myself. I do it with a dynamic crew. And I'm going to acknowledge every single one of them before we close out on this show. I want to thank everybody you, the audience, for subscribing to this podcast, for listening, for sharing, for thanking me and my DMs for the jewels that were dropped and the support that we have for us to continue because actors need help and they need the knowledge to have a successful career as a working actor. So I want to start with some of the highlights that we've had from our guest, and you guys are really blessed to have our Spirited Actor alumni on the show. So we're going to be talking to everybody about um, first the highlights of some of the guests that we've had. Um, for me, the first guest that comes to mind is Noelle Calloway. Um, when I asked Noelle to dropped some jewels and some diamonds. He said, I have one word that summarizes everything. And that word is standard. And when he said that, you know, it just brought this awareness that we do need to have standards in our lives. We do need to have sort of these goalposts of, you know, how we want to be as a person, as a human being, and as an actor in this industry. Because when you're not a great person, that doesn't really make for a great working relationship on a set. And this industry is small, ladies and gentlemen. So people talk. And you don't want a reputation of being difficult on a set. So standards, that was one of my favorite, favorite words. And um, I have some other favorites, but I'm going to throw it out to my Spirited Actor alumni. We have, and I want you guys to introduce yourselves, um, but we have all of your favorites by now because you've been tuning into class and session and you've been hearing these actors perform scenes that were written by um Leanne Amato, who is out of the country right now, but her presence is still among us. Leanne is our writer in residence. I'll let my producer, Spruce Henry, tell you what he calls her because it's so it's such a great name for her. What is it, Spruce? Leanne Hansberry. I love that. <laughs> and if you guys don't know who Lorraine Hansberry is, you need to do your due diligence and look her up because that's a really high compliment that Spruce is giving Leanne. So I want to open it up, Spirit Actor alumni. Tell me some of, um, identify yourself and tell us who your favorite guest and the jewel that they dropped for you. Hey, guys. This is Sam Bryce. Hey, Sam. Um, hello. Um, I think one of my favorite, I won't say one of my favorite, but there was, because there were like a lot of jewels that got dropped by every single guest that's been on here. But there was something that I heard Kalita Smith say that stuck with me. She was talking about um, her auditions and the things that she endured while she was trying to get to the point where when she finally landed the Bernie Mac show. And one thing that she said was, um, there are a lot of pretty brown skinned fit girls in LA what is it that I do that makes me stand out? 
And that was huge to me because there are a lot of people in this business who want to do what we do. There are a lot of people who want to reach that superstar level. And it's like, what is it that's about you specifically that makes you stand out from the crowd? And that was something that stuck with me. And it's like it just lodged in my heart and stayed there. So that was something that stood out for me. So thank you, Tracy. And thank you, Miss Kalita Smith. Excellent. And what stands out in my mind, Sam, I have to acknowledge this. Um, Elsa and I, we worked on a film and it's entitled now Soul Santa, starring David and Tamala Mann, directed by Terry Vaughn and executive produced by Ruben Cannon. Um, we were casting 17 principals, one of which was described as a nerd, um, early 20s, kid, kind of like a kid, you know. Um, there wasn't any sort of physical description, but the overall idea is that this guy was a nerd and he worked in food court um, in, a, in a tech store. Um, in the submissions, we submitted to the director all of the choices in which we were comfortable that she would, you know, she was open to because the, we were getting the character in which she had described. Well, one of the things about Elsa is she, when I tell you she's a diehard Spirit Actor alumni, she will remember you guys. She will like, what about this person? And so we had um, given the information to a lot of Spirited Actor alumni. Sam was one of them. And, um, we submitted Sam because he's Spirit Actor alumni and we love him. And Sam ended up walking out of the door cast. And that is one of the examples that I constantly tell actors that you should not, even though the breakdown has an idea of what the director's vision is, when you guys walk in the room, you guys have, or with self-tapes, you guys have the ability to change our minds. And in this particular case, Sam changed the mind of the director. He changed the mind of the executive producer and all of the executives, including Robbie Reed um, at BET. And that's a testimony to his talent. So um, Elsa, if you want to throw something in there, because, you know, that was that was probably um, one of your first experiences, right, Elsa, in going against the breakdown? Absolutely. <clears throat> that was probably, I remember, um, a friend had asked me, you know, was I excited about the movie? Not, I, I definitely was, but it was when they started casting the people who, who we suggested, not just people that were submitted through the breakdown, that it was like, wow, okay, these are really good choices that we've made. You know, it's not that we never thought that they would, but it was just a, re a reaffirmation that they were. So, yeah. And can I just say, um, one of the leads, his name is Ross Fleming, right? No, Conrad, that's the actor, Ross Fleming, who is cast. And so um, when we were going through, um, <laughs> when we were going through the submissions, this was the breakdown for Conrad. He was handsome, fit, sexy, charming. And just so you know, a real big emphasis on handsome, sexy, fit, and charming, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Elsa, some of the submissions that we got, and this is where honesty comes in, ladies and gentlemen. You gotta be honest. Gotta be honest about the characters in which you have the ability to play. This was a very visual breakdown of Conrad, and for a reason. Um, we were going through the submissions and this is what I love about the casting process because when I work with someone and specifically Elsa, I'm not just training her to be a casting director, but I also want to instill her confidence and her trust in her choices because I've been in a room thousands of times where no one agreed with me, but then this director said, Tracy, I could kill myself because you bought Martin Lawrence to me and I turned him down. So you have to stand by, you know, your choices, even if no one else agrees with you. And in this particular case, Elsa reached out to someone she knew. And this guy, when I tell you he was the epitome of handsome, sexy, charming, and fit, and he got cast. So I pray that that was a boost 
for you, Elsa, in knowing that your instincts were right on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. And you guys, he is like a young Billy D. Williams. (laughs) Yep. He is. Yep. He in his self-tape, you're like, ooh. (laughs) In his slate. Hi, I'm Ross Fleming. You're like, really? What? Like, so, so that was a really great experience. And, um, you know, what is written is not necessarily so. We were uh, the third lead that we were casting. She was uh, described as 10 years old. We ended up casting a girl that was eight. So, again, I want to emphasize to the actors that you guys have the power to change our minds. It's up to you. Um, Anybody else, Spirit Act alumni, what jewels from our previous guests did you hold dear to you? Jaleesa, I feel like you're getting ready to say something. I am. Um, I feel like all the guests have been amazing. I feel like it's been an amazing journey, and my notebook is full of notes um, from all the great things that I've learned from different people. Um, But one thing that stood out to me that connected me back to my purpose of why I do the art is when uh, Keith Beauchamp came on. Um, And he did the, you know, the untold story of Emmett Till and how he's dedicated his life to art with purpose. And I mean, and that's why I started acting um, so that I can tell people's untold stories so that I can bring light to things, injustices and things of that nature. So to have him on and talk about his life work and his life journey was an amazing reconnecting to that, because sometimes we can get so lost in like. Uh, this business and like different roles and trying to like further our career, we lose sight of why we started and what is that connecting fiber. Um, and so I was, I was very appreciative of him coming on um, and just the things that he talked about. Excellent. I love Keith. Um, and um, like I said, on the show, I met him when he premiered, his uh, film, The Emmett Till Story, he was a young guy and I was like, oh my God, you could feel his passion. I thought he was gonna like run for president of the United States, I'm so serious, because his passion for justice, his passion for, passion for human rights, it, it just oozes out his pores. Um, one of the things that I wanted to say as actors is that, you know, um, a friend of mine studies Egyptian history and told me years ago that um, way back in the day, Egyptians went to school for 30 years, 30 years, and then they started their lives, right? Because that's how much knowledge that, you know, they needed to acquire, right? And so when I look at actors um, who I know or have known from the embryo stages, and now I look, you know, they're constantly working or creating as producers and directors, there's so much to learn as an actor. Because what you're doing as an actor is you're recreating the human experience through someone else's journey. So if you, like I said um, in classes, if you don't understand the character's journey in which you are about to embark on, it's your job as an actor to do your due diligence. I'm not saying if you've never smoked a cigarette, go out and get a pack of Newports. I'm not saying that. But you do need to know the experience of smoking if you don't smoke because we're not going to believe you, you know, and the whole thing about acting is the truth and for us to believe you. So um, I think it's really important for actors to understand this journey. And I know you, Julissa, I've known you for a long time. I've had the pleasure of coaching you. I've had the pleasure of teaching you. And um, I just know that there comes a point, because I've been here too long, where I always tell you, you're going to book that episodic or that film role, and then the rest is history. The rest is history. We're no longer going to be in a place of when am I going to get, you know, this or the eight. None of that. It happens to all of you. And that's why I'm so grateful for this platform, because you can hear the story um, when maybe somebody turned down an Anthony Mackie and then look at where he, he is today, you know. Our experiences, I I saw him in this horrible play on Broadway, you know, some off-Broadway, a little theater. This was on Broadway, Chekhov, Siegel, and it was horrible. And New York Times said it was horrible, but the gym was Anthony Mackie. That was the gym. So 
I, I, you know, when you've invested so many years and so much time and energy, I just want you guys to stay encouraged because another thing, Sam, that Kalita said, you know, she, I know her experience from day one and she worked so hard and I would come out to LA and we hadn't seen each other. And I'm like, I'm in LA. And she'd be like, okay, that's cute. But you know, I have to work, you know, two hours a day. She had carved out. And then after that, then we could play. But during those two hours, there were plenty of times where I sat in her living room and watched TV or read a book and just waited patiently for her to come out that room. And that's what you are, Julissa. That's what all of you split spirited actors, because I don't play. Y'all better work on your craft every day. <laughs> Yay. All right. Oh, go ahead, Julissa. Oh, no, I was going to say, just uh, chiming in on what you said about, like, it's our job, uh, not just to book the role in, in the sense of, like, why we should fully commit to the characters. You're telling someone's story. There's someone who's relating to that. There's someone who you're inspiring. There's someone who's who needs that story to be told. So... Yeah. It is your job, even if it's just in that moment in the audition, it is your job to fully invest and fully like give a piece of yourself every time so that we are furthering the world through our art. Oh, well said. Bravo. <sighs> we all on the right page. You know what I'm saying? I feel so Alfonso, good. Alfonso, tell the people, who are you? What you doing? <laughs> uh, my name is Alfonso Walker Jr. Uh, I am a spirited actor. Thank God for Tracy Moore and everyone here, all these wonderful people an artist and everyone. Um, one of my most fondest moments would be with uh, Jennifer Holliday. And she said, preserve your instrument. Cause though we're in this pandemic, she said, take care of your body, take care of yourself, take care of your mind. And she also told us that it was our job to tap into whatever it is in us that sets us aside from everyone else and manifest that forth, bring forth our light because only we can do that. And you know, show to the people what we can do, what we can hold and to always be ready. Because if you ask for something, if it comes to you, you better be ready to tackle it, to make it your own, because you don't want to miss that opportunity. That's and that's right. that out with me. Absolutely. You know, and I just, it always resonated with me because it's like, you know, we always wait and say we want something, we want something. But then if it came and knocked on our door right now, do we got to say, hold on a minute, or are we ready to go? Mm. Yeah. That is a dynamic point. Alfonso, several years ago, an actor asked me if I could help them. And he was a working actor. If I could help him in L.A. get um, an agent. I introduced him to an agent. They worked together. Um, and then after about a month of working with her, he called me and said, can you do me a favor and ask the agent to slow down? Because I'm getting anywhere from three to five auditions a week. And I said, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. This is what you asked for. And that's the thing about actors. And you guys know I love actors, but it's not your job to say when you're ready. You know, uh, um, even in, in having conversations on the Clubhouse platform, I hear the frustration in actors like I've been, you know, training for two, three years and I don't have an agent and things aren't happening. Well, you got to ask yourself, are you ready? Like, like you said, Alfonso, you got to be honest. And if you don't know what a slug line is or a first team, you're not ready to work on a set. We don't work on a set and there's a, someone that walks you through and says, yes, this is what first team means and back to one. And no, you got to come knowing that because the assumption is that you're a professional on that set. So there's always work that needs to be done. When actors say, you know, I don't have anything to do to me, then I don't feel they're taking this industry seriously because there's never not anything to do. Thank you, Alfonso. Love having you as a spirited actor, man. Charlotte on the beach. <laughs> you look good. You need to take a screenshot because you look really good. Let me tell you, I told like, I know I was like, you know, I'm gonna look like I'm in summer when it's winter time but it is warm in my apartment. And so I was like, I need to do something so I'm not like just fiercely sweating all like. <laughs> <laughs> That's that good heat. <laughs> you, look, you look like you need a pina colada, girl. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> That's Rashidi. <laughs> I sent him to the room so he'd be quiet. I was like, shh, we're on a podcast. <laughs> um, but what I wanted to share was, and 
I want to share this because I think this is important. You know, it's great, you know, and I love everything that everybody's doing. And it's wonderful when we share our positive stuff. But I want to share like the fact that um, for me, I really had to zone in on some of the comments that I thought weren't necessarily the most positive and look at myself and Mm -hmm. take them for myself. It's been an interesting season for me in COVID. And I have been um, recording like overnight. And what I learned, though, from different comments that I received um, is that I can't make excuses. And if I say that I want this, I have to adjust my schedule to put the work in to make it happen. You, right. you know what I mean? And so through this process, there were, first of all, after listening to you know some of the podcasts, there's always jewels and gems that have been dropped. There's no one that I didn't receive something from and just mm-hmm. kind of took a little, kind of like what Jaleesa said, you just kind of write notes because it's like, wow, that person really dropped this gem or wow, that person really dropped this gem. And I right. remember somebody saying um, to me a long time ago that whenever you are listening to a speaker, you know, that someone that's on that platform, <clears throat> even sometimes they may not seem like they're like really touching or hitting something that you would agree with or love, but they always drop something and to just pay attention because there will always be something that you can grab a hold of. And so I just want to say that in my experience, I love being a spirited actor. And for me, it's been kind of trudging through. It's trudging through to say, okay, I said that I am this, I am an actor. It's been Mm -hmm. believing in myself. I think really in this season, I have stood up to believe in myself even more to say, okay, if this is what you are, then believe it and take that, take on, take that on and know it and live it, you know, and I've been blessed, truly blessed. I have now, I even have a, a, not only an, um, an agent for voiceover and on camera commercial, but in the season, I got an agent for my TV and film work as well. Just the, just the last two weeks. And so that only takes the hard work and determination. And I feel like, it's like, if you're going to do it, say you're going to do it. Yeah. And for me, even though you get comments that may not necessarily be what you deem as, oh, gosh, that wasn't really a, a great comment. Oh, God, I just feel horrible about that. Or you may think the person misperceived what you were trying to portray in your character. But if that's what you held on to in your character, that's what you that's what you portrayed. And that's what you saw or thought would be the best for the role. And so what I'll say about that too, is that we go through so many auditions, some we book and some we don't. We have to understand that even though we may choose a certain role or a certain, or certain, um, feel a personality behind that character. And if we Mm -hmm. don't get selected, it just wasn't the right role for us, but there's a role here for everyone. And we have to continue to just, stay positive and know that we can do this and continue to work on our craft and practice until that role comes to light. That's an excellent point, Charlene. It's excellent because um, a friend of mine used to work at SAG and um, Screen Actors Guild before they merged. And one of the things that she would always stress to me when she would come to our classes and talk to actors is that there is a role out there for you. There's also a vetting process that happens, right? So not everybody um, is, if you look around you, right? Not everybody is going to maintain this journey as an actor. And that's the vetting because not everybody has the stamina. Not everybody has the passion. Not everybody has the commitment. So, and then, and Elsa can vouch for this as well, but not everybody is talented, you still need to work on your craft. So I think there's a huge illusion out there for actors that there's so many actors, there's so many talented people, but what is for you is really for you. And I've seen that in my 30 something years of experience that, you know, somebody, I don't know if everybody knows this, but Sam Jackson, he's somebody I want to get on the show. Sam was 25 years in this industry before Jungle Fever, before um, um, school days. Remember school days when he was in the restaurant in the Kentucky yeah. Fried Chicken? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. 25 years in, his background was theater at the Negro Ensemble Company, you know, and doing all these theatrical, but he was working. But I worked with him on Shaft 
And one of the things that he was saying is that, you know, he had so much invested in years before Pulp Fiction and then the rest is history. On Shaft, he listed to me 63 films that he was he had been in on Shaft. So, you know, you look at the time that you invest in your craft, in the, in the study and, and taking the constructive criticism and all of that. He's never stopped working. And that's what I feel about all of you guys. Like, it's that one role. And then the next thing I'm, well, Charlotte's booked until 2026. That's the type of talk to that I like to, what I call an agent. I'm like, we're interested in um, Charlene Hendricks. And like, ah, she's just booked until 2026. Speak what? it, speak it, speak it. What? Because what you guys have to understand too, you're never ever going to be where you are again. You're never going to be at this place again where, you know, and I know actors, you know, they spend time with their family and they have this downtime, whatever. And then two years, they're going back to back to back to back with projects. It makes you appreciate of that time that you have with your family because, you know, as an actor, you may miss Valentine's Day and birthdays and holidays like that because, you know, you're working. So um, I take that. I, I, I think that was a really great point, Charlene. Thank you. And one more thing I want to mention. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Clubhouse. And um, I, I just, in Clubhouse, there was a gentleman um, that we were in an actor's room and he talked about how he had gone into another career because someone in the industry damaged him. Someone in the industry like said something to him that wasn't quite nice. And um, it was just kind of damaging to him. And so he just was like, I just, you know, went off and did something else. And everybody in the room was like, oh my God, no. Like everybody in the room on Clubhouse was like, no, 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 no. Who are you? Tell us what you do. And we were all like, reach out to us. We want to try to help you, you know, to move forward and push past that. And we all kind of like apologized for whoever that was that gave him that experience and was like, no, you can do this. You just have to put in the work and believe that you can. And we don't know, you know, who that person was, but we apologize for them. You know, what I will say is that we have to move past what people say. People don't define you. Who you are, who you say you are defines you. Absolutely. And, you know, so we have to move past when people say things that, you know, brush us the wrong way or and you never know. Maybe they don't even intend for it to be come out the wrong way. But we have to learn and know who we are and do that, do that um, meditation work to know the power that we have to push past that and say, I am this. I am this and I shall achieve this. And whatever that is for you, it's different for everyone. We have to stand on that and push past that and don't let anybody turn you away from your dream and your value. Woo, I love the force behind Amen. it. Preach, preacher. I started Amen. as a casting director. There weren't a lot of people that looked like me. And um, I was working with a casting director who was also working on the Cosby show. And she said to me, you know, Tracy, you're never really going to be a successful casting director because there are not a lot of people of color who are casting directors. And I said, okay. Thank God I didn't take that in, but this is God. A year later, the same casting director, I'm casting a Fox TV show. The same casting director called me up because she saw my credit and asked me if I needed an assistant. Mm. You have got to, like Charlene said, stay in your own mind and stay in your own lane because the noise will distract you and detour you like that gentleman who just sort of gave up, you know, he didn't have that. But I'm going to tell you, I don't care. I didn't care what she said. And I could have said some things because she was awful to me. Awful. I, I was an additional casting director on a project that she was the casting director on. But the director was a friend of mine, liked me and was like, I'll give you a couple of roles to cast. But she treated me like a bald headed stepchild and just was really like every day. It was like, oh, you'll never do this, Tracy. You need to know agents. I was like, agents want to know me like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And so every day to ward her off, when I finished my work, I would read The Power of Positive Thinking. And it was like throwing holy water on the devil. She couldn't stand it. She couldn't. It was like, uh, are you sure you're finished with your work, Tracy? Did you do this? And she would check and like, oh, yeah, you did do it. <laughs> you know? But 
we gotta we gotta just just disconnect from the noise because the noise will affect your career. Yes, Lamar, I think you. All right. Um, how you doing? My name is Lamar B. Slaughter. I'm happy to be a spirited actor as well and being acquainted with you all. Um, honestly, who who really um spoke out to me was all of you today. Every single one of you today was really speaking into my spirit. And um, I recall just being in your classes, Tracy, and one thing that always stood out to me was don't quit. Don't quit, don't quit, don't quit. Now, when you said that, like, <laughs> you're crazy. I'm not quitting at all. However, challenges in life and, and you know, um, responsibilities, et cetera, et cetera, it's crossed my mind, and I'm never that type of person. So um, being on one of your, um, listening to one of your um, your, your sessions with Ulysses, who I was taking a class with him, but accountability is what stands out to me the most. Mm. Being accountability. Um, you want to be accountable for your own actions in order for someone to respect you and, and taking this crap seriously. You have to be on time and, and be a man of your words, but most importantly, be, be a man of your words to yourself. A lot of us may be well at keeping our words to others, but then not good at keeping it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to be an actor and you really want to do this, you got to do the daily actions every day. You got to do something that is that is contributed to what you want to do, where you want to be. And personally, for me, what I've been doing a lot is I am affirmations. Mm. I am an actor. I am amazing. I am et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I I I, I am a lead actor in this in, in this series or this yes, role. Yes, yes. Come on, Lamar. <laughs> you know, so this is this is these are the things that I do to speak into my own spirit because I've had a lot of challenges during the time, not during this COVID, but that's here nor there. Yeah. However, listening to all of you, it's just it's great to be a part of the community. Well, you we know? part of the community. I love him so much. And I mean, I love my spirited actors. I thank Lamar and Sam because I directed a music video. And every time I see that music video, it makes me so happy because you got to see Lamar's performance. <laughs> Lamar is so funny in it. Um, and Sam too, because they they play um, bodyguards like in this video. It's hilarious. The video, I love working on it, but I had so much fun being able to work with Lamar, Sam, Gretchen, Spirit Actor alumni. It was just so yes. much. So, what video was it? Um, I'll send it to you. Her name is Kristen. Okay. Um, and um, I shot this in the sum last summer, right? It was last summer we yeah. did it. Yeah, it was last summer. Yeah. 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 Um, Elsa was in, we were trudging through sand at Cody Island, <laughs> killing shots. Yes, yes, <laughs> but, it was. It was you know, fun. They did, me, they did me a solid, and we hung out and had a good time because I I am so loyal. When I tell you this, I am really going to, and I'm so excited about it, but once I'm a full-time director, all I'm doing is playing with my friends. Like, I want to be like Woody Allen in a sense that I use the same people all the time, but just switch up roles and stuff like that. And then um, I want to be like Robert Altman in a sense that, you know, Robert Altman had like friends like Cher, you know, and all these big Mm -hmm. stars. Um, He did a film where um, Cher was an extra. Uh, Burt Reynolds was an extra. Like, they have, like, one or two lines. But just, you know, highlighting. And he's a great storyteller. Who? Robert Altman. Oh, my God. He's a great storyteller. Spruce, Spruce, you know it. The film with Timothy um, Hutton. Yeah, I think it's called The Player. The Player, yes. Yes. That was the film where Robert Altman... Share with all these big stars, you guys, but he they were used as extras. They were like, in the, you know, camera was in a restaurant and passed somebody. Share was sitting there like yeah. crazy, yeah. you know, but I want to play with all my friends. So I'm always going to play with my friends. Didn't so, Melvin James talk about that, too? He talked about when he came on, he was like he's in the process of building his team that like, he can play with his friends. And he learned that from the greats who like reuse a lot of the same people. Yeah. And it's interesting when you're on the outside of that, sometimes you can look at it and be like, well, I want a chance too. I don't understand. But as you understand and you grow in this business, you're like, oh, okay, that person is reliable. They're dependable. I know they'll take the craft seriously. I know that they will do the things that are necessary to be done. So as you grow really? yourself and grow your reputation, you're grateful for that side that, that values what you put in. 
Yeah. And I also wanted yeah. to say, like, you were that person for me, you know, what Charlene was talking about in the sense that, like, there was someone who, like, almost quit and all that. Um, I want to say publicly, thank you so much, Tracy, for being <laughs> that person for me. A thousand percent. When I had my daughter, I thought the world was over the way I got treated in the business because of having her. But you let me know that that is not the truth, that the world goes on, that I can keep going forward. And so sometimes you don't have it in yourself. It is very amazing to be able to have someone else who can speak into you until you are able to pour into yourself so that you can, your cup can overflow and then you can pour it to someone else. Amen. That's Tracy with that sprinkle juice. This is the problem. It's not <laughs> April dust and it's not sprinkle juice. It's sprinkle dust. Sprinkle dust. Okay, sprinkle dust. Like different colors. It's like pink and gold. It's like the colors of a beautiful rainbow. And she just like sprinkles it on all of us. And yes, Jaleesa, I totally agree with you. She has this sprinkle dust and she just encourages us and was like, it's like, you can go on. And I know she does it on her podcast too, but in her classes, like before COVID, when we were like face to face and up against each other, she's just like, amazing. I, I I accept that and I'm so gracious of that because honestly, you guys like, there's so many people that I can name and I can say Jamie Hector because he was on our show, but like um, Jamie's first job, I was doing a Spike Lee commercial for United Negro College Fund. Jamie walked in the room and saw all of these known actors and some that weren't known and he said, I'm not good enough. And he, and when I came out to get the next person, he was walking down the hallway and I was like, why is this kid? So I ran after him and I was like, what are you doing? He was like, I'm not good enough. And you know, you got this person. I was like, that means nothing. I feel something from you. And he ended up booking the job. And that was his first gig. Same with Michael K. Williams. But I'm saying that to say that when I came in this business, I knew nothing about casting. I just had friends who were actors and I heard their stories. And I was like, man, I wish I could help you guys. I wish I could do something because I know that they were talented. That's always been inside of me. And I was influenced because I have friends like you guys and I wanted to help you. And when I got in a position, I would be at MTV casting, looking for all white guys. That's when I found Dave Chappelle. And I was like, let me just stick him in and see what happens. <laughs> you know? And, you know, that's, and like, again, Elsa and I call Spirit Act alumni. I don't care that Sam doesn't fit the description. He's talented. Let's get him in. Cut to, you guys will see him next year. So, um, and, and you guys, like, I always feel like, why would you give up? Why? You know, like I just told you, Sam Jackson, 25 years. Y'all didn't know nothing about him. When I came here, I saw him at the Negro Ensemble Company doing Soldier's Play with Adolf Caesar. Oh, my God. Fierce cast. Denzel was in it. Like, you know, but there's no reason for you guys to give up. And I think that's my mentality. Like, okay, you didn't book it. So what? There's another role out there for you. Don't give up. Because you are talented. Tracy, I want to yeah. say something real quick. Uh, it's not that only you drop the gems on us or you bring like these people that we know or that we see casting or directing or already on TV. But the fact that you allow us to come to you, learn, grow, but then also be in communion with each other. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I met Charlene early this year before COVID. I didn't know who she was before, but I met her doing your podcast. We were, I got pictures in my phone of Charlotte and I, you know, working. Jaleesa, I just recently met Sam. Shout out to Sam for booking the role. Go ahead, bro. God, that's good. And even, you know, Lamar, Lamar and I follow each other on, on social media. And some days when I don't want to go to the gym, I see this man on social media working mm. outside in the snow. <laughs> you better work, Lamar. Come on. Lamar, you a snow dog? <laughs> I try, man. I try. <laughs> but I was just like, you know, so we, and then, so now we hold each other accountable. So we might see each other on social mm -hmm. media, like, yo, keep going. Or I see you, queen, or bless up, king, or just stuff like when you're having those bad days and somebody reach out to you that you met in class or that you know is of uh, a substance, or you know that they're grinding just as hard as you, if not more, because that's how I like to surround myself around people who's working harder than you so I can like have something to catch up to. 
but it's like these are such great people that maybe the world doesn't know their name now or they're about to in a little bit you know what i'm saying so yep. just say like I, i've been working with them since before we was in class training together we know the same people you know what i'm saying so it's just inspiring because it's not always easy you know we go through our ups and downs as being artists being actors and we know we let the devil trick our mind just for a little bit but then we remind each other of like the power that we hold not of light but of the power that we hold amen amen different to the table. So I'm just blessed to not only know you, Tracy, but to even know these greats and these people on here. You know, so blessings to everybody because we win it. We already win it. Look where we are and, right now. And you guys are the next. Like it's not just Elsa and I, like when, you know, we're doing a job and we think about you guys. Um, we can't talk about it now, but Spruce, when we can talk about it, we have another opportunity for you guys. And that's the thing. We're always looking to, we talk about you to other people, um, other casting people, other directors. Um, for Elsa and I, you know, we have had the pleasure of working with Ruben Cannon, who is amazing, and I want to get him on the show. Um, but, you know, this is the first year for me that I've ever thought about, you know what? I might want to go back into casting. I might want to do this casting. And it's all because of the energy of you guys, because I don't feel like I'm as active if I'm not casting to help support you guys. Um, I, we, this flew by, you guys. Flew by. We have five minutes. We oh. did not hear from Yanelba. I want to get her on. I know you on here, Yanelba, so don't try to hide. <laughs> I'm here. Hi, everybody. I'm Yanelba. <laughs> so... I wanted to touch on what Alfonso um, was saying. Um, so I haven't done a lot this year. You know, I've had a lot of challenges like everybody else, uh, mostly with my family, you know, with my mother being sick and everything. Um, so I, I'm very grateful to that I had the opportunity to join the podcast twice. You know, I had the opportunity to work with Jalisa. Yes. So that was really nice. You know, this year, if I didn't have the opportunity to join the podcast, I would have had have had the ability, you know, to play, right? And even when I joined the, your course this year, you know, if it had not been for that, I wouldn't have done any acting this year, you mm -hmm. know, because I really was working full time and, you know, helping take care of my mother. Um, but that was like my time to kind of play and focus on what I really want to do. And I also wanted to add, you know, when I joined your course last year, um, when you did your Give Love, um, mm -hmm. I don't remember everything that you said, but it was like you were speaking to me and I almost cried. Um, and I gave you a big hug after the class because it was like you were speaking to me like because I had stopped acting for over six years. And my first going my first thing going back to acting was your class last year. So it was you were speaking to me like, you know, don't give up keep going. This is for you. Your time is coming. And I was like, is she talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> so it was really nice. You know, so I'm very grateful for you. I'm very grateful for this podcast and, you know, for everybody, you know, that's joining and, and keep working on your craft. Um, it's, it's very nice to see everybody working very hard because it's inspiring to me, you know, when I have the ability to get back to it, um, I'm always going to remember all of you guys. And we're going to remember you and we're going to pump you up, Yanelle, because you are alumni. Um, I have one more group to pump up because, as I said in the beginning, I don't do this by myself. And um, the trust <laughs> that and the love that I have for my producer, Spruce Henry. What? From day one, day one meeting Spruce and then Spruce introduced me to Mario. They're the dynamic duel and they're crazy. But Spruce, Mad Love, Mario, Mad Love, Elsa, y'all can take us out. You can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the this whole experience has been great to me. And Tracy, you know, on our private phone calls, yep. what, what I have what I have said about this. And you know my history. And I'm just sort of like, I'm, I am absolutely humbled. Every time I listen to the show, every time I do the show, I am completely humbled. And I came into this project before I met Tracy thinking I know everything. You know, I got all these acting degrees and all this kind of stuff. And I'm just sort of like, Tracy has probably forgot more about acting than I even know. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, this has been humbling, and, and it just reminds me that you're all in this craft, and this is just me personally, you are always a student. You're just yeah. always a student of this craft. This, you know, you never stop learning. And it's been such a pleasure and a humbling experience to watch and listen to everyone work every week. And I'm watching every actor, every alumni actor on here, and I'm picking up little bits and pieces from everybody. You know, like I'm learning from everybody. And that's what's beautiful you know, about this whole thing. And I'm always, now I sit here a lot going, why did I stop acting? What happened to me? Why did I start directing and writing? That's a, that's crazy. But I like well, writing and directing. I'm pulling you out of that. <laughs> the next project, Bruce and Mario are in it. That is yeah, my Mario, yeah, Mario is a beast. <laughs> you know, that's my dude. Mario's a beast. So, <laughs> You are, Mari. Both of you and telling you. Watch. I, I feel extraordinarily lucky because I get to edit this when it's over. So I <laughs> almost listen to it again immediately. And I'm like, oh, man, like everything is. And I'm I mean, I'm a musician and I do a little bit of acting with Spruce when we when we have to do some projects together. But, you know. It's all the same to me. All those messages of don't give up. Uh, you know, I'm listening through these things and he hearing those nuggets again and just so moved. We've had some. We've had some jewels. Cool, some jewels. I got, yeah. a, tr I got a trove. Yeah. yeah. A trove of yeah. jewels. And, yeah, it's just like, you know, Yolanda Hunt. You know, oh. don't, uh, don't feel defeated. You're only one away. Um, Sean Ringgold. Um Never take no from someone who's not qualified to give you a yes. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, that's a word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that was that was a good yeah. one. Uh, and then like Derek Bernard, what's meant for you, you won't miss. It's like you know, mm. if you love this enough, which I know all of you do, and I've seen all of you do scenes before. Yeah. I'm sitting here obviously with the video off, but I'm like screaming and jumping, just being like, "Is everybody hearing this? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy." <laughs> so good <laughs> and I mean obviously I know that I'm I'm stealing this one but it's like obviously my favorite of all of it is is you Tracy because it's like you hear the way that they talk to you when you're interviewing them and right. they have such respect yes and yes, admiration diva. for you yes diva yes Absolutely. diva and it's like you can just hear it in their voice that they're they're almost just as excited to be there as you are because right. they're talking to goddamn Tracy Moore. Yeah. For for holy sakes. <laughs> and then when we do the give loves and you know, I think I speak for everyone here where you just shine such a bright light on all of us and make us want to try harder and believe even more in ourselves than we ever did previously. Even though yeah. you may not say anything directly to us. Right. It you, seems so just like encompassing of the you got to love yourself out here because it's you. It's all you. When you yeah. wake up, it's you. It's just yeah. you. And you got to the moment you start appreciating it, it just shines right back at you. And I think I didn't really I mean, you always hear it, but you don't get it till you're with the more, the more. <laughs> The more. I appreciate Lady Moore. Yes, the rainbow <laughs> sprinkle dust. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Charlie. Sprinkle dust. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. I'm going to let Elsa have a word. Yeah. I'm going to give you all a word. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to really reiterate what everyone was talking about was building your community. Building your community. Um, it's so important. You know, a lot of times, especially as we're building our careers, mm -hmm. we try to reach for the people who've already done it instead of reaching across to our friends and our colleagues and building that community together and all rising together. And, you know, it's so important to work together. We have the spirited alumni. So as we grow, we'll be casting them in projects and putting them in projects as they network together, they'll be doing projects together, writing together, acting together, referring people, you know, to, to anything that they can't do, referring people that they know 
to to projects. So I think it's just all about community. And it, and it does go back to Noel's comment about standards being yeah. the bottom line. Yeah. You have to have those standards as your bottom line in order to grow anything well. Thank you, yeah. Elsa. Yeah, Elsa. Oh, she'll be casting all of the stuff that I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going to make it so much fun because Elsa knows me and then she has yeah. her ideas and I'll be like, yeah, Elsa, perfect. Let's go. Yeah. So remember that Spirit Act alumni. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't, um, I cannot thank you guys enough and I and I also appreciate love all of your kind words because um, and I appreciate love you guys making me sit in it because sometimes I well okay I move really fast because I you know it's like oh thank you you know and um, but compliments are gifts and I just receive all the gifts that you guys have given me and I'm gonna tell you I have a second grade teacher that is still alive today and when we went out to San Francisco Soraya and I three years ago, almost three years ago, Soraya met her and Soraya said, how is my grandmother in the second grade? And Miss Hannah said to her, she said, well, your grandmother used to talk a lot. Thank you. <laughs> Stop her. <laughs> and she said, your grandmother is the same person today that she was in second grade. And that was the biggest compliment that I could ever get because I don't feel like this is an act. I don't feel like I'm trying to be anybody other than who I am. And I am so grateful of that. And I'm grateful that I attract the energy of all you guys because you are my community and you are my safe space. So I love y'all. And 2020. We love you. We love you we a thousand you. percent. Love you, Tracy. You love. You're amazing. <laughs> love. Yes, so it's sir. probably a good time to give some love. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. So um, I just want to say that there's a brand new day that is among us and a brand new energy in which we are creating for 2021. Um, just 
things that I don't always share with you guys, because I think that uh, the first thing that people say a lot of times when they meet me is, how are you so positive? Right. And like, this has been my journey all my life. Um, my dad was the most positive individual that I knew. Um, he passed when I was 38. And in the 38 years that I had known him, my dad probably got mad two times. My mother was the quite opposite. And my mother is 83 and still with us today. My mother, um, when I was in the sixth grade, I mean, um, when I was six years old in the first grade and we read Cinderella for the first time, I said that was my reference to my mother, <laughs> the stepmother, because that's how my mother was. My mother was extremely hard on myself. I'm a middle child. I have an older brother and a younger brother, and she pushed us. And it wasn't always pleasant. It wasn't always um, positive. And I just remember at six years old, because a lot of things happened for me in establishing who I wanted to be at six, that I made a commitment that I was going to be the opposite of what she was. And I didn't know positive and negative at that time. But I have to say that in our lives, we may not understand the reason why people push us. And the reason why, you know, um, my mother was not as loving and kind as my dad. But in my wisdom today, I know that her intentions were great. Because without my mother pushing me the way that she pushed me, I would not have the work ethic. I would not be able to stand on a set for 16 hours next to a propane heater in horrible negative degree Chicago doing Barbershop One. I would never have been able to write a book. Um, and I think that a lot of times in my life, I felt like, you know, um, it was, it was challenging to have a relationship with her. But I'm here to tell you guys that challenges, obstacles, and hurdles, all of those things are here to make us better. And I know we talk about the things in 2020 that were horrible, and they continue with the pandemic, and God rest all of the souls that have perished with this virus, financial distress, hunger. I just know that something great is going to come out of all of this. And I think that in acknowledging all of the things that were challenging for us, that we should now look forward and look to the future and know that through all of that, something great is going to come out of it. And I thank my mom for being the person that she had, she was, and that's all she knew. And she did the best that she knew. And it may not have been what my spirit needed at the time, but I would not be who I am today if it was not for her. And so um, in moving forward in my life, it's about nurturing and healing in relationships. And for me, 2021 is just about healing. And we all need to heal. And we all need a hug. I just want to hug you guys. So as we look towards 2021 to be a brand new day, let's also look to 2021 to be a place where we continue to heal ourselves. We continue to heal whatever relationships we need to heal. And we help to heal the world because it's about everyone here and everyone in the world contributes to making this place what it is. So let's make it a better place. Let's make, um, let's make better choices. Let's make um, better friendships and relationships and let's rebuild what we need to in terms of our health, in terms of our wealth and our interaction with human beings. That's 2021. Sprinkle dust, sprinkle dust. Yeah, sprinkle it, sprinkle it, man. Sprinkle it. Sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle it. Sprinkle it. And that. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to thank my audience for their support and their subscription and just this platform to be able to share the gems 
you guys are going to have a treasure chest at the end of next year, 2021, filled from all of the wonderful people that continue to support the show. I want to thank Leanne Amato, who is our writer in residence. She writes all the scenes for class in session. She's also an actress, and her spirit is with us today. She's blessed to be in a warm place, but we're not upset about that. And I want to thank Calvin Fowler, who is our social media person. He posts consistently on my um, Spirited Actor Instagram, where you can um, get updates about who our, our guests are for the show. And also on Throwback Thursdays, he always posts something, some nugget from a past guest. Brilliant. I want to thank iHeartMedia and Dr. Dave Colon for this opportunity to be able to use this platform to teach to empower, to inspire all of those things that we're going to continue to do in 2021. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I look forward to seeing you guys in 2021. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 